Hi, this is the Holsley Remarks Show, and today I am talking to... Time to introduce yourself. Deborah Maxfield with Greater Texas Paranormal Society. And can you tell people a little bit about yourself? Well, I started the screen back in... Oh, jeez. 2012, I guess. I was always into the paranormal anyway when I was younger, so... I figured, you know, to help people and see what becomes of it. Have you had any personal paranormal experiences? Yeah, um, when I was two, um, my grandmother lived in a house that had a poltergeist. And then when I was about eight, um, I saw my grandfather. On your investigations, is there anywhere that you've ever felt scared or creeped out and wished you was like wasn't there? Um, no. Sometimes I feel uneasy, but it doesn't creep me out or anything. It's just a feeling that you get that you know someone's there, someone's with you. But I've never been, like, scared. I've never, in all the investigations I've done, um, I never had anything bad happen. No scratching, uh, you know, no pushing, no, you know, anything in that nature. Um, What is your theory that ghosts are possibly are? Question. What is your theory that what ghosts are? Because some people think it's an energy, and some there's other theories uh, like it's a video playback thing. What's your theory? I don't know. I just think that they're in limbo. I guess. I mean, I hope I come back after I pass away. Um, it's really hard to say, like they have unfinished business or, you know, they're trying to get a message through, um, if it's a relative, we try, you know, a lot of our house investigations, they feel that it's a relative of theirs and come to find out it's not, it has to do with the land especially here in Texas, because, you know, you have a lot of wharves here, a lot of Indian grounds. The houses were built, like, on the burial grounds here, you know. So sometimes it's not often their loved ones or or anything of that nature. But sometimes I just feel like they're earthbound and they don't have any reception that either they don't know that they're deceased or some years ago I was in a coma and whilst in the coma I I believe that I was either in the real world or the next world have you ever had anybody else has had the same kind of experience um 
So, um, where do you normally go to do your investigations? Um, I'm sorry. Where do you normally go when you do your investigations? Do you go locally or do you go further afield? So we go, we drive about like 75 miles from outside of from where we live to help people. And we don't charge, it's all free, um, you know, just to help them out. And, you know, that's what we do. I mean, we've done a lot of investigations like Boobie's Brewery in Pennsylvania, um, you know, a lot of historical places too, but most of my investigations are house investigations. So, say I had a, I've rung you up, I said, oh, could you come and help me? What would you, where, what would you? First, I would set up a meeting with you, and then I have a four-page questionnaire that I sit down with the client and go over everything with them. And then what I do is I have them keep a log, like the date, the time, what happened, and where it happened. So in a couple of weeks, when we go back to investigate, I can either um, you know, is there a pattern to the haunting? Uh, you know, stuff like that. And then when we go and investigate, um, you know, we use our equipment and everything like that. And then what I do is, depending on what we find on the first investigation, I always want to go back on the second investigation just in case I missed anything. Have you ever had to de-cleanse or do an exorcism of any kind? Because as you know, the Vatican has no, got... No, no, I don't get into that. I'll have somebody else come in and do that, but I've never had any... I mean, out of all the investigations I've done, I never had, like I said, nothing bad, nothing, you know, to that extent. Because I always screen the people first, and then if I think... You know, I've had people call me and say, oh, I think, you know... I'm possessed or uh, my house, there's a demon in it, and then we'll go and investigate, and that's not the case at all. Um, but if you go on the investigation, if there's anything, you know, bad happen or anything like that, I mean, I have people here I can call to go in, you know, to help with that situation. I presume that you, uh, uh, do you use mediums, or are you a, like, sensitive yourself? I'm a sensitive myself. Um, no, I don't use medium. Um, some of the people that have studied and stuff like that is who I would call. Somebody that has, you know, experience in that field. I wouldn't attempt it to do it on my own if I don't know, you know, what I'm doing, you know. That's not helping the client out any. I imagine you build a very good relationship up with the client. 
ones, because I presume you may have to do like various trips. I mean, obviously you wouldn't get, you may have to do like three or four trips before something may show up. Yeah, well, when we go out on an investigation, the clients aren't there in their house. I make them go out somewhere, and then I'll call them, you know, when we're done, when we're through. And most of them, well, really, what, 95% of them trust us enough to go in their house to investigate by ourselves. So, I mean, which... Makes me feel really good because, you know, it's a trust issue. I think that's a good thing as well. And when, in this day and age that we live in, it's a, it's a very hard thing to um, do as well. Yeah, and sometimes on the second investigation, depending what we find, you know, on the first investigation, I'll have one of the clients stay with me on the second one. And... Mostly it's just the one person that had, you know, the more uh, paranormal experiences, you know, who I would have stay in the house with me for the second investigation. That way they can see what we do, what equipment that we use, and, you know, everything like that, and feel like they're a part of it also, you know? So I make them feel more comfortable with me and my team. What do you think of people that may be slightly sceptical of what you do? I'm always sceptical when I go into someone's house. Always. We always try and debunk everything that we can. Whatever the client tells us, you know, we try and debunk it. Like, oh, you know, the store closes on, on its own, you know, and I have it open all the time. Okay, we check the hands, we check... Um, the windows, you know, air blowing, air conditioning. I mean, we try and debunk everything that we can to eliminate what they're claiming. So I just don't go into an investigation thinking, oh, my God, you know, the door slammed, you know, the door closed. Like, I don't go in that way. <laughs> I try and debunk everything that I can first, you know, the client's claims are, and then we'll go from there. Have you got, do you use, um, like, audio, or do you use video equipment? We use both. We use audio, video. I have two GoPros. The K2, I have motion sensors, I have trigger objects, I have two recorders, I have cameras, I have, oh geez, uh, well we have three bags of equipment here. <laughs> and so depending on the, you know, the client's claims and everything, it's, we always use audio video, we always use our recorder, we always use the cameras. We always use the key too. I imagine you and have to I, do a lot of edit, editing as well. I imagine you have to go back and re-listen to it a couple of times to make sure you, if you've heard a voice or seen something, you double check. Well, I always wait until I get him to go over everything. I don't go over everything on the client's house. If I'm recording something, I won't go back to listen to see if I hear anything. I wait till I get him. 
And the only reason why that is because I go over everything at least two, three times just in case I missed anything. I think that's and a that's good. when I set up another investigation. That's a very good idea as well. I think a lot of more um, paranormal groups are doing this, looking into the scientific as well as the um, intuitive, intuitive way of looking into the investigations. I think it's becoming more of a standard now. Do you intermix yeah. with other groups? There's a lot of really good things out there, too, you know, that would help us. Like, if a couple people of mine that are in, in my team and they can't come, I mean, there's always teams here that are available and willing to help, too. You know, if I need someone to, you know, come on an, an investigation with me. So that always helps, too. Um, while we're, whilst we're here, it, um, have you got any links that you'd like to mention or like a website or anywhere people can contact you? If, if well, you I'm wish. on Facebook, yeah, I'm on Facebook, which is Greater Texas Paranormal Society. I'm out of San Marcos. I don't have a website. I have Twitter, um, GTPS, Paranormal, um, that's about it. Do you do a lot of updates on Twitter? You know, like, if you're doing an investigation, do you do, like, a live update? No, only because the private client confidentiality Yes. I don't do live unless I get the permission from the client. But mostly, um, they <laughs> don't want us <laughs> to mention anything. And plus, at the end, I mean, after, you know, we go over all the data and everything, I give the client, I'll type out a full report for the client. And if we find any like EVPs or anything like that, I put everything on the disc, and that also goes to the client. Do you ever take seen any orbs or taken picture of orbs? Because that's a quite controversial subject. Um, I myself don't believe in them um, unless I have something to back it up with. For instance, we were on a location and uh, one of the people that we were with investigating, he said, quick, take a picture over my right shoulder. It's cold over here. So we took the picture and there was a big old orb and it was see-through and he was standing in front of a brick wall and you can see right through it that's what I say if I had anything to back it up with but if we go out on an investigation you know and we take, we're taking pictures and all we see are words all over the place well you know it's dust you know it's bugs you know depending on where you are 
but only if I have something to back it up with. Is there anywhere in the world you like to go to and think, yes, I'd love to go there because that would be a very good place to get paranormal readings or uh, photos or audio? Um, let's see. Eastern State Penitentiary, we were there, actually. But this is the thing with going on investigations, especially to big places like Eastern State Penn and stuff. Okay, they want to charge a thousand dollars. Who in the right mind has a thousand dollars unless you have thirty people going, and then you're going to get a lot of contamination. That's my thing, and I won't go to any of these places that charge. I won't. That's oh, just my opinion. Obviously, uh, as you know. I'm... Oh, I have a lot of places on my bucket list, but I'm not paying to go there. If you ever come to the UK, where obviously I come from, we obviously you know we've got a great history of um, paranormal over here, and most of them are free. Uh-huh. Most of them are free places. They're quite amicable. Obviously, as yeah, you say, there are only a couple places here um, in the states that let us go in to investigate for free. So. I mean, but all the other places, you know, they want to charge a lot of money. And and that's how they're making money. So, I mean, if I had a house that was haunted or whatever, yeah, come on in. <laughs> you know, see what you can find. <laughs> well, I'd like to thank you for our chat today. I've enjoyed our little um, conversation. I shall send you the download link. And the, if possible, could you send me a picture or something to do with your organisation and I can add that onto the podcast, if you wish. And then I'll send you the American version of that I do called Anchor FM, so that'd be an extra bit that you can go to as well. Okay, I'll see what I can send you. I appreciate your time and... And I do thank you very much. No problem. That was nice to meet you finally. Well, over the phone, but <laughs> well, we get there. I, I, I get very, <laughs> I get very busy because I, I tend to do more American paranormal people than British paranormal people. Really? Yeah, I, I, I think it's probably because I'm trying to not sound country. Um, Contradicting it, Americans tend to be more open, more willing to talk. Is oh, I don't know about that, but <laughs> yeah, but it, I I have tried the British paranormal, but I don't get a lot of replies. I'm I've got one in Manchester. I'm doing soon. I've done a lot of mediums, obviously, personally because I know a, I know a, a group that I go to and they, they don't mind me asking them if they want to come on because I did the uh, one of the group founders and they are quite good with me now because I, I don't disrespect what they do. Yeah. I might not understand it. I know a lot of it does go over my head and I admit that. 
Well, that's a good thing to say. Because otherwise you never uh-huh. learn. You never learn otherwise. Exactly. Oh, you have a good day. You too. It was nice talking to you. Bye then. Bye-bye. Bye.